0: What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys are having a nice week. It is, of course, Concept Tuesday. And every Tuesday we're going to talk about different sports betting concepts, so we'll get right into it. Special thanks to Woos Media. This is a Woos Media podcast, but... Woos Media does much more than simply podcasting. They are one of the leaders in online marketing. So if you own a business, know anyone who owns a business, who wants to start uh, showing up online on apps, on social media, contact them online, Woozmedia.com. That's W-O-O-Z-E, media.com. All right. So on today's show, we are going to uh, actually replay one of our old uh, Concept Tuesday shows, this is back from I want to say mid August and it's just good to refresh. You know, these concept Tuesdays, I want these shows to be able to, you know, go back and listen and they're they're sort of, you know, not not locked in on any given time. If we give out the pick to the college football national championship, that podcast is obviously only good for a couple days. So, these are a little bit different, these conceptual ones. So uh, let's go ahead and play a podcast uh, from uh, not too long ago, talking about calculating the household. And and guys, it's so important. Uh, No matter what you do, every bet you make, you should always calculate how much is the house holding right now in this given bet. So let's talk about that right now on today's show. The difference between that and sports betting, however, is the sports betting industry is not regulated whatsoever. I mean, I could open up a sports book tomorrow and start charging outrageous prices, minus 200 on each side of every bet, and as long as I can give good bonuses and get people to sign up and play with my sports book, then I'll have customers and, no, and nothing else really matters. There's not going to be some overwatch committee, some oversight committee coming in saying, hey, Tyler, your sports book is charging uh, you know, unfair prices here and here. It just doesn't exist. So if that's the case and anyone can charge whatever they want to and pretty much get away with murder, I thought it was very important to come on today and let you guys all know how to calculate the household. Now, it's important to calculate the household because you want to see how much the house is charging in terms of the taxes, right? Let me give you an example. Let's just say we're, we're, we are uh, picking a money line game, and let's keep it relevant with a game uh, going on today. Uh, Let's see, in the Premier League today, we got, we are recording this on the 14th of July. We got Chelsea and Norwich today, okay? Let's just be totally hypothetical here, because I know Chelsea's a huge favorite. I mean, on some websites, they're like a a 1-10 to favorite. But let's be hypothetical with our numbers here, okay? Just just to make this easier for you guys. Let's say this was a 50-50 game, and Chelsea wins half the time, Norwich wins half the time. The typical household will be, or excuse me, the typical bet would be minus 110 on each side. Okay, 50% implies Chelsea's got a 50% chance to win. Norwich has a 50% chance to win, at least according to the books. And so they're going to charge minus 110 on each side. Now, a common misconception that I often hear is the house holds 10%. The house keeps 10%. That is not true. Even though they're charging you minus 110, which is 10% on top of your how much you're wanting to get back, half of the people betting are going to win their bets. So you don't keep their $110. You give them all their money back. You only keep the additional $10, the extra 10% for the losing bets. So on an average bet, on a typical bet, if the house is charging minus 110 for Chelsea, minus 110 for Norwich, the house will make... About 4.8%. So the household is actually just being very rough here, about 5%, okay? It's about half of what a lot of people think. It's not 10%. It's about 5%, about 4.8, okay? So what this means is that if books charge minus 110 on each side, that's fair. That's a normal fair price that that, that betters are used to getting. Well, what I'm seeing happen at a lot of sports books, in particular, BetMGM, which I'm taking a lot of my money out of there today, and I'm going to stop betting with them almost entirely, because here's what people like BetMGM are doing. Not only are they charging in this hypothetical, okay, we're going to apply this hypothetical to what's going on in the world, okay, not only are they charging more than minus 110 on each side for Chelsea Norwich, now, It could be a problem if, let's say, a book wants to charge, instead of minus 110, minus 110, minus 112, minus 112, okay? That's just a way of making sure they keep a little bit more. Well, what places like BetMGM are doing is instead of going 110 Chelsea, uh, minus 110 Chelsea, minus 110 Norwich, they're now going minus 110 Chelsea, minus 125 Norwich. So nothing changes in our favor. The only thing that changes is whenever the Norwich bet loses, they make that much more money on their bets. And this is very tough to identify when you only bet at one sportsbook or even a couple sportsbooks. You get on in it, you really can't tell. I mean, I posted a picture last night on Twitter of, I mean, just some live highway robbery that was taking place on BetMGM. And it was their household compared to the DraftKings household. Now, you guys should all check this out. Go follow us on Twitter at SharpAnglePod, and you'll see right there on our uh, uh, on our uh, posts. Last night, I posted again a picture of the LA Galaxy Portland Timbers live halftime line. The household for DraftKings last night was 5.6%. The household for BetMGM last night was 10.6%, almost double what DraftKings was charging. Now, if you only bet at BetMGM, you may not even notice this. You may not even realize this because here were their lines. You get on to BetMGM and their line was match result, LA Galaxy plus 180, tie plus 160, Portland Timbers plus 175. On the surface, it's really tough to immediately tell there's a, there's a high hold there. So what I want to let all you guys know is how to calculate the household and when you should bet or avoid betting into these certain holds. So let's talk about how to calculate the household. I could give you guys a long drawn out formula. I could let say, all right, get a pen and paper out. We're going to go double parentheses, a hundred minus the bet, all of this. We're not going to do that. If you guys want to look how to actually calculate on from, from scratch, break even percentage, Look it up online, how to calculate break-even percentage in sports betting. What I'm going to do today is give you guys a tool so you're working smarter, not harder, and you can quickly and easily add up and calculate the household for every bet on every website you make now in the future. Do me a favor, go to a website, aceodds.com, A-C-E-O-D-D-S, aceodds.com. And on there, you're going to find their odds converter. It's just a little bit down the page. If you go to aceodds.com, go to quick links, and you'll find odds converter. Now, it's funny. I use this all, this website so often that whenever I just hit the A button on my keyword, it pops up. So hopefully you guys get to that point because this is a crucial tool. Again, aceodds.com, odds con- uh, the odds converter. What you can do when you get here is you can convert odds Any odds, fraction odds, decimal odds, or American odds into an implied implied probability. So this is going to be your break-even percentage. So obviously, minus 110 is the number we all are used to betting into in football, basketball, so on and so forth. If you type in minus 110, it'll give you 52.4%. So if you hit 52.4% of your bets, you will break even. That is a break-even percentage. A way to calculate household is simple. You just add up all the break even percentages in any given bet. So if it's a two way bet, minus 110, minus 110, that is 52.4% plus 52.4%. Because minus 110 is equivalent to 52.4% implied probability or break even percentage. So two teams, minus 110 on each side, you're going to have a household of 4.8%. That is classic. That is typical. That's. What the average fair sportsbook charges. If you have a three-way market, you simply add up all three of those, right? So, if it's like last night's example, Portland Timbers, LA Galaxy, or tie, that's a three-way line. So, you simply calculate what's the break-even odds for plus one eighty, because that's the LA Galaxy line. What are the break-even odds for plus one seventy-five? That's the Portland Timbers line. And what are the break-even odds for plus one sixty? That's the draw right or the tie. Well, you just add up all three of those break even percentages and that gives you a certain percentage. Whatever percentage over 100 you get, that's the household. So if you add these up and you get 105.7% or 105.7, that is a 5.7% household. In our example from last night from Bet MGM, if you add up there LA Galaxy, Portland Timbers, and Thai, you get 10.6. That's fucking crazy. That is just robbery. BetMGM is charging a 10.6% household. All you have to do is add this up, and you can notice that. Now, let's get over to DraftKings last night. Let's compare the prices. BetMGM for the LA Galaxy was offering plus 180. DraftKings was offering plus 195. The Portland Timbers... Bet MGM offering plus 175. DraftKings aff- offering plus 188. And the tie, the draw. Bet MGM offering plus 160. DraftKings offering plus 170. You guys, you see the difference here? Every single price, every single, no matter what you wanted to bet, whether it was the Galaxy, the Timbers, or the draw, all of them were a better price on DraftKings. And when you add up the DraftKings prices, you get a 5.6% household. So again, BetMGM, 10.6% household. DraftKings, 5.6% household. You need to be able to calculate these up so you know how much the house is trying to screw you over. Because I guarantee you, once these games go live, or once you're trying to bet derivatives, you're going to notice a lot of these books charge a very unfair price, but you just don't notice unless you're adding these up. I mean, I've noticed it again on BetMGM, they charge, it's, it's, it's very common, you'll see minus 106 on one side, and then in the, somewhere in the minus 120s on the other side. It's just outrageous how much they're charging, but again, if you only bet at BetMGM, you would never know that. So let's go over this process one more time. It doesn't matter whether it's a two-way game, whether there's two things, right? You can bet on the Patriots or the Steelers. There's a three-way market. You can bet on the Galaxy, the Timbers, or a TIE or there's a multiway market and you can bet on the first person to score a, a touchdown and there's 15 people to choose from you can calculate the household for every single bet that exists all you have to do go to aceodds.com go to their odds converter type in every odd, right type in each outcome keep track of the break even percentage and simply add the percentages up whatever percent you get above 100 is the household so if you get 110.6%, the household is 10.6%, which you might often get if you bet at BetMGM. So what is a good household? What is a good hold that we should look for and we should bet into? I would recommend staying away from any line that exceeds 6% household. And that is very, very pushing it. I mean, I don't even like doing 5%, but but we'll keep it with 6 for this uh, example. So, I you know, Don't go above a 6% hold. If you see anyone charging 7%, 8%, 9%, 10% like BetMGM does, guys, you're never going to win money that way. I don't care how good a handicapper you are. Over the long run, those households are just too difficult to overcome. It's simple math. I mean, unless you guys are betting 65% consistently, you can't beat those odds. So you literally can't beat BetMGM with those households. So don't bet into any household over ideally 5%. If you have to stretch, maybe 6%. Now, let me give you guys all a key how you can make your own synthetic holds. Use different sports books. If you're looking at BetMGM alone, I promise you, you're never going to make money. The households are too, too difficult to overcome. But if you're betting at BetMGM, Bovada, BetOnline, Pinnacle, Bookmaker, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Bet Rivers, right? Let's say you're betting at eight different sports books. Well, now what we can do is compare BetMGM's prices to everyone else in the market. So BetMGM's prices don't necessarily have to be reflected off of one another. We can reflect them off of other sites and other lines on in other sports books. So if BetMGM is offering a game that's really, really outrageous, just look at other sports books and see what kind of line you can synthesize and you can come up with. I guess what I mean by that is, let's give our example we were using earlier. Chelsea is playing Norwich City today. If BetMGM had Chelsea minus 115, Norwich City minus 115, which I wouldn't put past MGM, and that's actually probably conservative for them, but let's stay focused here. If that were the case, and let's say you went over to, oh, I don't know, let's pick a random offshore book, uh, Bookmaker. Bookmaker may have... Norwich City, even money, Chelsea, minus 140. So now, instead of Chelsea, minus 115, Norwich, minus 115, which we have at BetMGM, and Chelsea, minus 140, Norwich, even money, which we have at Bookmaker, we now have our own line. Chelsea, minus 115, Norwich City, even money. We just take the best of both sides and we can create our own line. By that, we create our own break-even percentage. And by that, we create our own household. Now, of course, the household goes to whatever house you bet it on, right? Don't confuse household with direct sportsbook. Household is simply the percent over 100 we are betting into. Now, let's say, hypothetically speaking, which rarely, rarely happens, but let's say we get a 0% hold opportunity. In that scenario, Norwich City, Chelsea, both minus 110. Okay, let's say BetMGM doing a good job, minus 110 Chelsea, minus 110 Norwich City. And Bookmaker has Norwich City plus 110 and Chelsea minus, I don't know, 145 or whatever it would be, okay, minus 140. What we can do now is synthesize a line where Chelsea is minus 110 and Norwich City is plus 110. The reason why we say synthesize is because we're creating this line from different sports books. So if on Bookmaker... I have Norwich City plus 110. And if on BetMGM, I have Chelsea minus 110, what we've effectively created is a 0% household. So now we are betting really without any risk. I mean, over the long run, if you make this bet, you're going to break even. 50% of the time, if you just get, or excuse me, if you just get 50% of the bets right, you're not losing the household because there is no household. Plus 110, minus 110 is a 0% household. So that would be an ideal bet. Then you can have a hunch, bet into a small edge, and it's not a losing proposition for you. So, the closer you can get to that 0% household, the better our bets are. The further away, the worse our bets are. So, instead of plus 110, minus 110, great bet, what you'll often find is minus 110, minus 160, right? These very, very bad bets. And the way that you see if it's a good bet or bad bet, calculate the household. Once you get that household, make sure it's not over 5%. Then you'll know at least you're betting into a fair market. All right. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed that. Got a little something out of that. And thanks for listening. Whatever you have going tonight, a little basketball, whatever it is, good luck. Uh, It's a hockey tomorrow. NHL starts tomorrow. So... Uh, I'm not sure what tomorrow's show is going to look like, but we'll give a couple picks for opening day of some NHL hockey. Besides that, whatever you guys have tonight, good luck. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.